Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. It's Friday, the 21st of October 2022. It's time for the Punters, mate. Chris Nelson in the chair with Sam Highland as we are each and every Friday afternoon. Sammy, good, good afternoon to you. Chris, oh, uh, hello. And uh, yeah, what a week it's been. What a couple of weeks it's been. And yeah, it's exciting times. We're going to have, uh, obviously, a uh, big meeting tonight at Mooney Valley and then the Cox Plate uh, tomorrow. It's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, with the weather yes. down there. Um, I, You know, I'm, everybody's telling me that it's going to rain and, yeah, we're going to be dealing with wet track and rah, rah, rah. But who knows? It's uh, Until it turns up, you, you don't know what to do. But, yeah, it's a big meeting tonight. Uh, and then, you know, if we get solid rain throughout the, the meeting tonight and then – They'll chew that ground up. Gee, it'll be interesting by race nine tomorrow way, for the Cox Plate. You know, yeah. it's uh, it, yeah, there'll be there's a lot of wear and tear, isn't there? You know, there is. How many meeting? How many races tonight? Eight. Uh, eight. So yeah. you got eight. You've got sixteen races before we get to the Cox Plate on uh, on Saturday afternoon. So yeah, if the rain does come, it's going to be very very choppy by the time we get to that race, which is going to suit. They tell me, El El Bodegon. Yes, gee, I. Uh, I I got on early, and I'm th- yeah I'm hoping that uh, he's the horse to be with. You never know, do you? You know, like, but I tell you what, the um, when you look at the Cox Plate and, and look back on the, the internationals that have that have come out and, and won it first up, the Cox Plate, it's uh, it's not a bad record, is it? You know, no. we've seen Adelaide do it. Um, state of rest. State of rest. Uh, there's another one in there that. Uh, that did it. So it's uh, even the the Japanese horse, um, which we can't think of. But we Lee's Grisier is it? Yes. Is that what it was called? Did it win at Caulfield? Or it won at Caulfield. Caulfield though, did it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but anyway, it's uh, look. It can be done, and uh, I'm banking on. Look, I've. Uh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, Animo, I, I'm, he's a horse that I never warmed to because I don't reckon he was fair income in in the Cox Plate last year. But he's an absolute superstar and. Uh, he's, yeah, he, he's, uh, rightly so. He goes into this race, a super chance and he's yep. been in super form. Can he perform in the Cox plate and, uh, turn it around on, on last year? Well, wow. it's, uh, he's definitely got the form to do it, but well, I'm, I'm hoping for Al Bogadon. I hope you got a good price. But look, our good friend, Paul Bloodworth from Racing Victoria tells us that Al Bogadon, Bodagon, I keep calling it Bogadon, Al Bodagon can win the race on a soft track, but uh, can't win the race probably on a good track. So he's okay. top class on a soft track. So you want that rain, Sammy. You yeah, want that rain I, to hit. I do. I do want and that rain. And as much as possible. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk to uh, Brad Pengelly. Brad Pengelly uh, is a bit of a journeyman jockey. You know Brad uh, yes. from your riding days. Um, 
He started out quite some time ago. He's been riding. He started in Sydney, I think. We'll find that yep. out. He's been doing his latest riding in uh, northern Queensland, but he's given it all away. The weight's finally caught up to Brad and he's, he's left uh, left race riding and he's now working at the mines in uh, in outback Queensland. So we're going to catch up with Brad and find out what he's doing, uh, highlights of his career. We're going to have a good chat to him. And then later in the show, we're going to chat to Ben Thompson, who's got some very, very good rides tonight at the Sunshine Coast and tomorrow at Doombin. Now, this is all weather permitting as well. Doombin's... Uh, well, it's going to cop a lot of rain tomorrow. Tomorrow looks like it's going to be the wettest day of all. So we'll see how far we get with Doom and hopefully all the way through. So we've got those to look forward to, those chats to look forward to. Uh, last week, Sammy, the Everest and, and the Caulfield Cup. I must say, you know, you know the same, the same as you, we're both traditionalists. We love our Caulfield Cup. But I saw some of the highlights of the Everest and, and all the uh, the people there on the lawn having a great time. It did look a good time, didn't it? Oh, de- definitely. It, it looked a good time. And uh, I just think, to, is it necessary to be clashing with no. uh, another one of our big days in the Caulfield Cup? And it has an amazing history, the Caulfield Cup. And, yeah, I, I think it deserves to, to hold its own uh, on its own day. But, you know, it's it's not the case. So, um, but, yeah, it was... It was uh, Great to see the Everest, and uh, but is it necessary that that it has to to clash with uh, you know a traditional day in the spring racing carnival? I would think not, but um, but anyway, there was look, there was fun had by all, so it was um, yeah, great and well done to uh, Clayton Douglas, uh, yeah, and Giga Kid Craig Williams. He's just an absolute gun, isn't he? Willow, he knows the right horse to get on. He had a lot of confidence in this horse, and and well done to Jonathan Munns. He's been. Um, uh, racing horses for a long time, a successful owner, and but I'm sure this gave him his uh, biggest thrill in uh, racing, winning this race. And Rocket Douglas and all the team, they do a great job. Uh, and, and yeah, for Clayton, young trainer, uh, you know, he's a successful jumps jockey, <laughs> then started banging out winners on the flat uh, after having it couple of seasons uh, going well. Well, I think he started out the picnics, then he goes over yeah. the jumps, then he's a flat jockey and, and now turning his hand to training. And, you know, he's, uh, his family have uh, got a rich history in horse racing for a long time. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's I'm sure they, uh, gee, it would have been a big buzz for them uh, last weekend. That's for sure. Did you and, give it a chance? Uh, I, do you know what? I, the fact that the fact that Willow was – Willow was pretty confident with that horse and the fact that he was going up there to ride it, I thought, gee, you know, like he must think a lot of this and – To not uh, – to, to forego a day's exactly. ride, rides at a Caulfield Cup day. Yeah. 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 And and uh, it's – yeah, and he, he, I'll tell you what, he was on the money, you know, uh, and, yeah, he was uh, – he was super, and he's the new kid on the block, isn't he? It's uh, I think he's cool, more bound. Yeah, uh, Giga Kick, and and uh, gee, he'll what we saw in the Everest. He's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I went back and looked at the form again. And I thought he just just couldn't have had him. I mean, he's he's been winning, but he's been winning such such uh, inferior races. Yeah, is it is, is it um, you know, it, it, does it say a bit about our racing now and and uh, going back to to having the Everest and and these Sydney races clashing with our good races? I've said it before. Is it diluting our, our product? You know, we're seeing we're seeing horses um, step up and winning big races that are actually once upon a time or twenty years ago you wouldn't see these horses winning these these races like this. Um, I, you know, I just wonder if it's if it's a lot more even uh, now and. You know, it's uh, we will. 
I I doubt we'll ever, ever, well, I'm sure we will never, ever see the field, uh, the 1992 field uh, of the Cox, Cox plate. plate. We will never, ever see that again. No. And, um, you know, that's a result of how much racing we have. And and then, you know, obviously the two states going against each other and, and, uh, and or well, one state going against uh, uh, down south and, and then, you know that it's it's it, you know it, it it definitely evens it out. I I have no doubt about that. Yeah, and Nature Strip was huge. I mean, he lost no admirers. He sat out there and did all the work on a strong speed. And the other two uh, on paces, you know, folded up in the straight, whereas he hung on and ran fourth. It was a terrific effort. So he's lost no admirers, and I believe he's coming down to Melbourne for the last day of the carnival. He's going to run uh, on Stakes Day, which is uh, which is terrific. So looking forward to that. Now, of course. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. And as for Queensland racing over the weekend, Sammy, of course, we race at the Sunshine Coast tonight. We race at Doombin tomorrow. This is all weather permitting. We race at the Gold Coast tomorrow. We race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. And Townsville's got a couple of two-year-old races worth $32,500 each uh, tomorrow, one for Phillies and one for the Colts and Geldings, plus a bunch of other meetings not covered by the TAB, including the Clifton Cup and the Gimpy Cup on the sand. Oh, beauty. I was going to head up there for that. It'll be wet sand, so they'll run some quick time. <laughs> anyway, what we'll do is we'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, we'll catch up with Brad Pengelly. Oh, g'day, Sam. How are you, mate? I'm good. That's uh, the way. You're staying dry. Where, where are you? In Sydney? Or? No, no, we're, we're in Bris uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty wet, eh? No, not yet. Well, we haven't got any rain yet, but is it? Is it where are you? You, you at Gladstone yeah, or something? Off. Yeah, yeah. So I've been at Gladstone last. I'm just heading down to um Brisbane now. Yeah, I've got to tidy up a few things at home and and then um head back up next week. Yeah, good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll stick you on hold. Um, we'll we'll just do the intro and we'll come straight to you if that's all right. Yeah, cool, mate. No worries. Well, thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. See you, bud. This is the Punters, mate, on SEM. Boom, Sarah and Caesar. Caesar the inside and Boom, Sarah. Caesar's in front from Boom, Sarah and Caesar's won the Ken Russell. Three quarters to Boom, Sarah. Third will go Lee Mee, Michelle, a lip ahead of Blue Book, followed by Drama DeLargo, Dreaming of Biscay. Of course, Caesar winning the uh, the Ken Russell at the Gold Coast back in 2018. Of course, ridden by Brad Pengelly, who, as we mentioned, uh, is our first guest on the show today. Brad, good morning to you. Good afternoon, sorry. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, that must bring back a few memories. Yeah, mate. Well, actually, it was, um, it was a real pleasure to win that race. I won it a few times. Uh, I won, I won um, a, three Kenny Russell races, actually, but um, two at the Gold Coast and one up at Rocky. Um, reason, reason why it was so special, because obviously Kenny Russell was my idol throughout my career, and... Um, it was unfortunate. I never got to meet him. I was, I was heading down to Sydney the year after, a um, couple of months after he passed away. So, yeah, but um, obviously gave me a, a great thrill to win win that race in his honour. Now, that that was the only ride that I could see you had on Caesar. Caesar. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's right. Actually, Paul Emersley was um, meant to write him, and I got a late call up. And um, yeah, no, it was it was kind of my boy was there that day, so it was it was it was um, obviously really pleasing for him to be there as well. Yeah. I was just looking through some of your uh, your feature wins, plenty of Group Twos and Group Threes and listed races, and there's a couple of horses, or one in particular, that just came up time and time again. Corral Boy, he must have been a favourite. Yeah, he definitely was, Chris. He he um he was just a real war horse. I think uh, I think he would finish just shy of a million dollars back then. You know what I mean, sort of thing. Obviously, he'd have been he would have surpassed that in the, with the prize money of the races that he won these days. But um but yeah, no, nah, he was a he was a real pleasure to ride, Chris. He won a Group Three Liverpool City Cup. He won a Group Three BRC Sprint. He won a Group Two Villiers. He won a listed Razor Sharp. And he won a Group 3. Uh, no, he didn't win the Razor Sharp. That was another horse, Centrefire. He won the Hawkesbury Gold Cup in 2001, which was a Group 3 as well. So, yeah, he was a ripper. But I'll tell you what, Brad, I just could not find any audios of any of his wins that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was that era of, of Bobby Milligan. He was just really dominating. Obviously, he, he trained out of Tari and um, I, was, I went up to Port Macquarie one time. I, I was based in Sydney at the time and and um, yeah, I had a few rides, and and someone fell ill, and I, I picked up a ride for Bobby, and and, and it won, and that started a um, the next couple of years were just really good. Like he 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 would his horses that he he'd put in, like that that win at Port Macquarie, Tari, and then he'd bring them to Wyong and Gosford, and they'd win, and then and Julie, then when he'd take them to town, they won again. You know, they he just had a amazing sort of couple of seasons, and. Yeah, he was a real pleasure to ride for. Brad, in that time, uh, when down in Sydney and, and well you've you know, your career, you've been a real journeyman jockey, but you're riding definitely riding against the best uh, throughout that time of your career. Yeah, that's right. It's, I used to sit next to Darren Beaven in the um jockey's room at Ramwick there and it was just it was always it was obviously I was always focused on trying to get my weight off sort of thing in the sauna there. At Randwick, but um, but yeah, like riding around, it was just it'd give you a great, great sort of feeling, sort of thing, and and um, obviously always sort of held that in high regard, and just a, it was just a, a pleasure to be a part of it, sort of thing, and and to compete against the best, and 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 obviously I, I won a few races down there, and yeah, I I feel proud of that, Sammy, for sure. And it's fair to say that that overall racing has been really good to you. Yeah, definitely. It has. It obviously could have been better if I was a bit lighter, but, you know, I'm really happy with what I achieved. And, um, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, with going into the transition of, of my next career sort of thing, it, I'm, I'm proud of what I've achieved and, and that's done now and I'm focused on what I'm going to do now, what I'm going to do in the future sort of thing. So, you know, it's all good, mate. Just before we get to that, just for the uh, listeners that may not uh, be aware of Brad's record, now I hope I got all this right. Uh, you've ridden two, you rode two Group Two winners, six Group Three winners, twenty listed winners. You rode uh, two Group One place getters, seven Group Two place getters, eighteen Group Threes, forty-three starts in Group One. So you had plenty of rides in big races, and you had plenty of success. Yeah, I had a great lot of support from a, um, a few trainers down in Sydney. Les Bridge was obviously one of them. Um, Bart Cummings would give me a, a few rides here and there sort of thing. And 
obviously Gerald Ron as well. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, I feel proud of that, mate, sort of thing. It could have always been better, obviously, but, um, but yeah, no, I had a good crack. And, it, you know, it, 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 when, you, when you're focused on getting your weight down so much, it, it, it takes, takes the, um, a lot of the uh, focus off what you're actually doing and, and, and you don't enjoy it as much as you probably, probably could have. Yep. But um, now that I reflect on it, it it's, um, it's a different story. I'm, I'm really proud of it. Brad, tell us about Les Bridge and and uh, what he's a, he's a complete, well, just a, an absolute legend. And I know as a young buck growing up, uh, he used to bring his good horses down and stay with Maloney's at uh, down at home at at Epsom. And and Dad used to, my dad used to ride a lot of work for him and and had uh, and definitely had the odd ride for him on his good horses as well. But he he's uh, just a legend, isn't he? Well, Sammy, you can normally tell how how um, a person is through their horses. Like with Leslie, such a laid back, laid back fellow, and everything seems to be just sort of, you know, just fall into place. And and that's how his horses were. They're all, all not too many of them were naughty. You know what I mean? And he yeah. um, was a real pleasure to ride for. Um, and when he said that, me and they, they duly won. You know, yeah. <laughs> like he was a quite very good judge. Um, obviously, obviously he's, he's probably wound down a lot. I'm not too sure how many horses he has now, but he's, he's, he's been very, uh, champion trainer and, and, uh, champion person with it. You mentioned Bart Cummings. What was it like to ride for, uh, for Bart? Yeah, he was cool. He, he, he was always, he'd always instill confidence in you. He'd be, he'd be saying, you're the right mate. Just do what you got to do. And, and he'd never overbearing you with, um, with, um, instructions. I remember, I rode, I rode viewed and um, a couple of couple, the same preparation as when he won the Melbourne Cup sort of thing and and um, anyway he, he said he can't win mate but just look after him and it's all good and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a winner in a couple of weeks you know and that's that's the type of person he was you know and yeah it was a pleasure and did he yeah he did he did I I, I um I, I wrote a wrote a couple of winners at Rose Hill one day and one of them were for him and and it was in the Dardo Chinem colours, so yeah, always, always, uh, you know, felt good wearing those. Now you spoke about uh, focusing on on what's ahead. Now, what are you doing now? I believe you're you're working in the mines. Yeah, that's right. So just just um, just outside Blackwater, there's a, a mine called Curra North, and um, my the last twelve months I've been sort of thinking about sort of uh, getting out of riding and and. Going into going to mining, but I couldn't leave until I secured a job, sort of thing. Um, so I I, um, I just tipped away until I knew that was sweet. And, and um, so what I, what I'm sort of doing at the moment is is getting trained on the on the trucks. And um, and as you progress, you start to sort of move on to other different machinery. And and then you obviously they 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 build on your pay as well, sort of thing. So. It's amazing what, what what goes on there, and 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 it was obviously overwhelming the first couple of days I was there. But now I'm starting to sort of learn where everything is. The landscape changes so much because they're mining in one area, and then they they, they change all that, and then they mine in another area. And it's amazing that obviously the geologists aid in the planning of where to mine and everything. But um, yeah, I obviously got so much to learn, and but but I'm really excited, like really keen and. And um, excited to know to learn more. 
And I mean, plenty of people talk up here about, you know, going and working in the mines and, you know, you make a fortune and all that sort of thing, but by hell, you, you work hard for it. It's not, you don't get the money for doing nothing, do you? Well, that's right. Well, at the moment, I'm just sitting on my butt on the truck sort of thing, so it's, it's all good. But, but in saying that, in saying that, you've got you to know what's going on. You, you Not only just driving the truck, you've got to, everything's all about production, so everyone's got to be doing the right thing and, know, and pretty much limit all the stuff up sort of thing in a sense where, you know, um, digging in the wrong area or, or um, you know, backing up your truck at a, at a, at a, at a irregular area, um, angle sort of thing and, and all those sort of things fall into place with regards to production and the time and efficiency of, of everything, you know. So, yep. yeah, it's just it's where it's good for me though, mate, is the seven days off. See, I'm on a seven, seven on, seven off roster and... and Throughout my riding career, I, I hardly got to see my son as much as what I'd like to, but now it gives me that opportunity to do that and, and, and live some sort of a normal life, you know. So yeah. in that sense, it's, it, it, it's really good, Chris, yeah. Now, highlight of your career, before we let you go, Brad, what's been the highlight? Oh, probably the Magic Millions race, mate. I, I, I won the I won the Magic uh, the three-year-old race, and it was a million-dollar race then, and, and um, that gave me a lot of pleasure. I, I obviously wanted to ride a great run. Group one, but I went close a couple of times. But um, the race I won, you know, like it was worth more than a lot of the group one yeah. sort of thing. So I kind of half think to myself, well, I kind of did. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, that was a good that was a good day. It, it, I, I give it a good ride, and everything panned out well. And yeah, now that that was probably the the um, most memorable moment I had. Well, Brad, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. We really appreciate it. We wish you all the best in uh, in your new endeavours. It's a shame you lost to racing. We'll miss you. I was, uh, we certainly love tipping and backing uh, the horses that you were riding, but uh, all good things come to an end. One door opens, or sorry, one door closes, and another one opens, and it obviously has. So thanks for your time. As I said, we wish you all the best going forward. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Chris and Sam. No worries at all, mate. Have a, have a good day. You too. Thanks. There's Brad Pengelly joining us. Uh, really, really good rider, Sammy. Oh, he's a, and a, a good fantastic bloke. bloke. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a champion bloke. And as you say, he's a, yeah, you can back uh, when Brad Pengelly was on, you can have uh, so much confidence when your money's on there because he, he's uh, obviously heavyweight rider, but very strong and just put him in the right spot. Sammy, the horse that he won that uh, Magic Millions race on was Pat Duff trained Heart of the City. There you go. Wow. Pat Duff. Yeah, well, that, a memorable day uh, for all involved there. And Pat Duff, of course, uh, he just recently has been inducted into the uh, Queensland Racing Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, so that was good to see. He's been uh, a great trainer up here for a long time. And and uh, and, and yeah, still churning I, out winners. Ah, uh, that's it. He's, he's uh, yeah, he's old school horseman, does a super job. And, yeah, best of luck to Brad. I, I think, you know, it's um, a... It's so taxing on your body. What yeah. you know, he's a, a big guy, and just the wasting just gets you. You know, he's he's done an amazing job to to uh, last as long as he has because um, uh, he's yeah he's gone on for a long time, but it's been so hard on on his body at the same time. You know, he's he's probably wasted from day one. Sammy, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Welcome back to The Punters, Mate, on this Friday afternoon, the 21st of October. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. 
As mentioned, Sammy, we're going to chat to uh, Ben Thompson in just a moment. He's got some good rides, not only tomorrow at Doombin, and one very, very interesting one, but he's also got a good book of rides at the Sunshine Coast uh, tonight. So looking forward to having a chat to Ben. But before we do, just to mention at the end of the show, don't miss the last segment because the tipping segment last week produced an avalanche of winners. Gibbo, Sammy, myself, we all tipped winners. So... I'll run over a couple of those in the last segment, but uh, don't miss that. Yes, I think I think uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, uh, loyal listeners, um, sent a tweet through after the after uh, Saturday and said he listened to the show and dead set loaded oh, up, Chris. O. So he is now so, a friend of the show. Yes, big <laughs> fan of the show. <laughs> All righty, another big fan of the show, of course, is Ben Thompson. Ben, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Chris. How do we find you on this uh, Friday afternoon in Brisbane? Yes, um, about to uh, make way to coast tonight, um, yeah. and hopefully not not touched too much by the traffic. So I was just going to um, say, Ben, don't, don't, don't get any traffic. Don't don't <laughs> run into any traffic. No, no, hopefully not. Usually, I have to always allow a bit extra going going to the sunny coast. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's always an easy drive home. It's just you have to you have to allow probably probably an extra hour. But hopefully, it's kind of tonight. Yeah. Now, look, Ben, the most interesting ride, obviously, over the weekend from our viewpoint and probably from yours too, is this uh, three-year-old Chinny Boom going around in race number two at Doombin tomorrow, weather permitting, of course. Do do you know if we get to a heavy 10, whether uh, Clinton Taylor is happy to start her? Yeah, at this stage, he's he's obviously, um, she's there to go tomorrow. Um, She hasn't right. She's right. Last start was on a soft five, but um, I'm sure it got to a good, got to good, that day, anyway, yeah. it couldn't have been too soft given the time that she ran. She yeah. ran her last last six hundred, and I think she nearly broke thirty two, and she broke a track record in doing it. So all of it, all of her form is on dry ground. So if if it gets to that, or if it gets to her conditions that um, Clinton doesn't think will suit Clinton and the connection, she'll wait and run next Saturday at Eagle Farm in uh, the thousand meter three year old there. So it's it's all just. Um, I guess watching the sky at the moment, and um, if it's, I think if it stays as it is, it's obviously been very overcast in Brisbane, but mm. we haven't sort of received the weight, the rain that's been that was forecast, you know, uh, last week and and in the early part of this week. So if it stays as it is, I'm sure we'll see you there tomorrow. If not, um, have to wait another week. Ben, do you think uh, when you're packing the bag in the morning, you just put the seatbelt in because you'll just just need to buckle up and hang on there tomorrow? <laughs> <don't you? laughs> um, I, I, I hope you're right. I hope we need a seatbelt. But she, um, hey, she's she's ticked all the boxes that she came leading into tomorrow. Obviously, it's it's um, even chatting to Steph. I was saying my, my wife Steph. It's it's almost as though like what she's done. Uh, chinny boom it's, it's almost like a um a horse let's say a horse horses trained by tony golan Stephen day and robert heathcote that have trekked south and david van dyke trekked south this spring they can sort of prove their worth in their own backyard they still have to do it interstate and it's almost like her to a degree she's she's beat all that she can up north and albeit against the smaller pool of horses there's been pretty good form she's beat just super twice yeah. who um come out and ran second a fortnight ago at eagle farm and Ran really well um, that day behind uh, Ekaterina. So there's there's form there, and she's beaten it comfortably. And and obviously the, the times don't lie when she's she's broken a track record that stood for 14 years. Um, she's well bred, the spirit of boom, um, a full sister to 
to La Palmiere. So she's, she ticks all the boxes and just um, she looks a, a, a real racehorse. So um, hopefully after, whether it's whether it's tomorrow, I think Saturday, or, or next Saturday, we have to wait then. Hopefully we're saying that she could be pretty special. There's one other box that's been ticked there, and that's by your manager to get you the ride. He's done a good job. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't take any credit for this one because I, I, I chased them myself. Craig Williamstar. Better Craig Williamstar. Yeah, there's um, – no, it's it's one thing that you know, my master always told me is that it's, it's easy, to, easy for trainers to say no to the manager but harder to do it to the jockey themselves. So I was on the phone to Clinton Taylor. Oh, it would have been within 15 minutes of their winning at Rockhampton and – um, yeah, we're straight on the buzzer and sort of giving you no excuse to uh, not be able to get the ride on her. And obviously a big thank you to Clint and, and the owner, Mr. Pasco, for the opportunity. So it's um, yeah, ride really looking forward to. And um, yeah, she looks like yeah, looks like she's a beauty. So I'm gathering that uh, you're not going to get paid for this ride. You're just you're going to do it for next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Hopefully, um, well, the manager. I'm sure will be claiming it. If, if yeah. she gets the gets the chocolates, but um, no, I'll tell you what, he, he does a good job for the majority of the other rides that I get, and um, so yeah, it's it's it was nice to to give him a call myself, and um, to change it up just to book it in, not have to chase one. So uh, hopefully, hopefully she can um, run as run as we think she will. Now tonight at the uh, the sunny coast, where you're on your way to very shortly, you've got a good book of rides there, but just a couple. Uh, born a warrior. Ooh, Sammy's got a, a saying for some of these horses that don't win too often and calls them sausages. This is probably one that could <laughs> almost fit that file. I think he's only won once. He looks like winning all the time, but he just doesn't get there. Very true, Chris. She's, um, hopefully tonight's the night. It's, she, I'll tell you what, Renita's done a great job with the horse um, without winning. Hey, he's, he's had three seconds, mm. went super in all of them. I will say at least tonight he's up to the 1400, so it's, it's Conditions do change um, to a degree. Um, I guess his last two starts, you say, you can say one more stride or mm. or two strides, he he wins. Um, he come past me last time, and he, he did really hit the line well. And at least he, it was nice to see past the post that he did get his head in front. So hopefully um, we can time it well. I do think that the, the race maps really nice for him. The obvious horse to beat's Big Short, Barry Lockwood, who won here two and a half weeks ago at Metro level. Um, over 1,200, and he's drawn just inside of me. So uh, my guy, just obviously, without speaking to Renita, I'm tipping the, the plan will be to let him find his own spot. He doesn't sort of dash out of the barriers, but uh, I'd like to think he, he's maybe midfield or a touch worse. And um, rail back to True, we'll know how the pattern is by race six being the second last. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get across, uh, get over the line in front tonight. Ben, what about Talk Sensation? You're riding uh, race four. It's had a couple of trials under its belt. Yeah, and he looks to have trialled well. He's um, uh, obviously a first starter for Stuart Kendrick. He has three in the race and hopefully on the right one. His trials have been nice. Um, he's a cult by Medagliadoro. We're not like, albeit a thousand, like that, he looks more than capable off his trials, but I'd, I would be mindful that, that the breed tend to get over a bit further. But. Um, as I say, he's in his backyard. It's always a big advantage on one of Stuart Kendricks on the sunny coast. And his latest trial, uh, which was late September, he beat home Avinovich, albeit trials. That, that horse was out. He was tested and he went to the races off the back of that. And he's got really nice form, Avinovich. He's, he won first up off the back of that trial at the sunny coast. 
his next start, he was beating a sailor secret whose runs have been really good this prep, Kelly Schweeter's horse. And last prep, still been a maiden, he finished second to Yellow Brick, who's had two runs this time in for two winners and one last Saturday at Eagle Farm. So I think my guy ticks, ticks all the boxes. Um, hopefully he can yeah, put his best foot forward on debut tonight. Now, talking of Yellow Brick, uh, he had to carry me last Saturday. He did an enormous job, and uh, I love this horse. I uh, love the fact that he gets to the front and and just rolls like he does, and he was really impressive, would you say, last Saturday? Yeah, definitely, Sam. He's um, he's a really nice horse, uh, lovely type, um, by the mission. Who's, he's, he's doing a great job for, a, for a, you could say, or 12 months ago, it was, it was a really low-key sire. He's he's really starting to pave his way and, and doing a good job with his progeny that are on the ground. Um, I really liked his his first up run to Yellow Brick at the Gold Coast. It was in heavy conditions, which he felt like he was genuine in, but he probably he didn't feel to to give his best that day in the rain-affected ground, albeit he was beaten by Plundering, who um, he was beaten... Um, his next start, but he, God, he was impressive that day plundering. So I'm not I'm sure that'll be a horse that'll be it'll look like good form for my Blake two down the track. But he's beaten, you know, uh, at, at the Sunny Coast that midweek race and last time, just good informed horses. Boom Court, Brookhaven, of Chris Munters, and the second up run where he won, he beat Counter Beans, who looks a really good chance for myself tomorrow, and a Katarina, who we we're talking about earlier, who won a fortnight ago. So he's um, good form. Um, oozing behind him, and I'm sure it's yeah, he's only going to keep. Uh, we haven't reached the ceiling with him yet. He obviously won over 1200, then 14. Um, he may get a mile, but I think at this stage, he's obviously pretty dynamic and um, he's got a bright future. Ben, uh, I won't ask you about all your rides tomorrow, but I'm just going to ask you away from Chinny Boom, which one do you think is your best chance? I um, do obviously, conditions could play yeah, a part. Yeah. Chris, hopefully, I think if it stays as it is, the track was a soft seven yesterday, and we've had it. We had a dry morning, and it was a bit windy. So, I think playing on a, on just a soft deck, I I, I think Fetch is Beautiful. is really due to win. Um, she goes great at Doombin. The draw is a bit tricky as she has a, has a tendency to lay in. Um, but Fetch or a horse like Aussie Nugget, he. Um, was just nosed out by Cedar Power in the Toowoomba Cup. Back to a mile, he's a winner of the course and trip. And uh, the horse that beat it, that ran third behind him won pretty nice last Saturday in Red Wave. So uh, I think either of those two, um, in, in what's hopefully not too wet a day. Yeah, all right. I'm happy to hear that because I've got Fetch on top on one of the bets of the day. Ben, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight on the drive up to the sunny coast and on those uh, mounts tonight and, of course, tomorrow. And the best of luck, uh, especially on Chinny Boone. We cannot wait to see her. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Ben Thompson joining us there. We'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, Sammy, it's tipping time. I'm rocking the suburbs. It's just like Michael Jackson did. I'm rocking the suburbs. You said that he was talented. I'm rocking the suburbs. I take the checks and face the facts. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise.
Certainly is a holiday paradise. Might be a bit wet on the Gold Coast at the moment. And unfortunately, Gibbo must be out in that rain because he cannot join us this afternoon, but he has sent through his tips, Sammy. So here we go. And just to mention, before I get to his tip, of course, Gibbo did tip uh, number six in race three last week, Noah and a deal, which won. And he also tipped Awesome Lab, which got beaten in eyelash, and he's an absolute sausage Okay, Lord Markle, race six, number three, and race eight, number three, No Love Lost are his specials at the Gold Coast. Race six, number three, race eight, number three. And he's even gone as far, Sam. He's giving us his three for the Cox Plate, and he says to Quinella these up, 10 Animo, 12 Al Bodegon, and two I'm Thunderstruck. So 10, 12, and two from Gibbo in the Cox Plate at the Valley tomorrow afternoon. Now, Sammy, Toowoomba. Yes. Twilight Zone Racing, as usual, at Toowoomba tomorrow night. You got one for us there? Uh, Toowoomba, I am not being very brave here. Race three, number one, strike award. I'm thinking it. You were on that last time. Yes. Well, it's going to – I'm thinking uh, let's get on it again. Let's well, go with it again. Your good thing last week at uh, Toowoomba was race eight, number one, instant karma. Yeah. Which landed the money. So uh, you and Gibbo you – know, I'm not going to pump up my own ties because mine was shorter than yours, but we all tipped plenty of winners last week. We we don't give a lot of tips in this segment, but Noah and Adil won, Instant Karma won, Alamira won on Sunday, Yellow Brick won on Saturday, Mr. Maestro won on Saturday, and Mashani Renegade uh, won at Eagle Farm on Saturday. So a lot of winners there from the tips. Now, uh, Sunshine Coast tonight and Sunday. I have no idea what the track condition is going to be like on <laughs> Sunday. It could, be, uh, it could be on the poly for all I know. Uh, so I will just concentrate on tonight and go with Arch Deacon. That is uh, race six. Right number here. Race six at the Sunshine Coast. Number two, Arch Deacon for Ryan Maloney and Ryan uh, and Rob Heathcote. So Ryan Maloney, Rob Heathcote, I think can get away with it. And the rain, if it comes tonight, will certainly suit Arch Deacon. No issues whatsoever. Your best bets over the weekend, Sam. Uh, Eagle Farm, race nine, number two, has a bro. Oh, did he burn my fingers last start? I am giving he does him, that. I am giving him one more chance. Anything uh, else anywhere? Melbourne? Mooney Valley, race five, number four, Bon Hur. It's out to eight dollars fifty this. Uh yep, I reckon it'll be winning for Robert Anderson. Got a Cox Plate tip? Cox Plate, El Bogadon. Bodagon. Is it Bodegon? Yeah. <laughs> like That's, me, you want to say Bogadon. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I got on it early and uh, I'm sticking with it. So bring on the rain, Chris. Bring on the rain. Well, that's what uh, that's what we're told. The, the more rain, the better its chances. I am going with Eagle Farm. Sorry, Doombin. Race five, number eight, Fetch. Good to get a bit of a wrap then from Ben Thompson. And race six, number four, Hatchet, who I think was a good run last start behind the stable mate Extremist. A little bit soft in the market late. Fitter this time around, I think will prove beating. It will take some beating. Race five, number eight, fetch. Race six, number four, hatchet. Sammy, have you got a lay of the day? Now you were telling me off air before that uh, you were going to lay alligator blood until we looked up and saw it was eighteen. Yeah, so it's a big price. <laughs> uh, I'll lay grease. Race four, number twelve, and uh, yeah, may as well lay animo because oh, I, I reckon El Bogadon will win. So laying animo. Yeah, lay animo. Can't win. You're saying. Can't win. Can't win. Can't All win. right. That's okay. It's a What's game he of going? He's going for four in a row. He's... Yeah, he's going for seven group ones. We saw him We saw him uh, run second last year. Let's hope he runs second on Saturday. <laughs> it's behind El Bodegon. Yeah, that's it. El Bogadon. <laughs> no, Bodegon. Now, I am uh, laying 
race four, number seven, Self Indulgent, who, of course, was a big winner last time we saw her at Toowoomba on uh, Cup Day in the first race. Yes. A lot of pace in this race, and she's drawn a car park gate. She could end up absolutely anywhere in the run, so I'm happy to uh, pass on her. Have we got time for Sausage of the Week? All right, this is a new segment. Let's play the quick, before we go, we'll play the uh, the intro. Yeah, I want meat, yeah, meat. Sammy, you've coined this phrase, sausage. It's for horses that are a little bit less than genuine. We're not going to play any uh, audios. We haven't got time this week. But you found one for last week, but it's in again tomorrow. Slow hands. Yes. Ah, is he in again tomorrow? He is. You watch him, you watch him get there. Watch up him turn and, it up. Or? Oh, he is a dead set sausage. Well, the wet hands. track will suit him. Yeah, well, that's right. That If, if it is heavy track, there's you a bit of a worry. You might have sausage on your face this don't, time. Don't worry. He... he uh, <laughs> When it becomes tough, he's not very tough, I wouldn't have thought. I've got Virgo Vision from the Sunshine Coast last Sunday. Now that's 14 starts without a win. He just ranged up outside the uh, the leader, was going to go straight past and thought, nah, not for me. <laughs> Turn it up and uh, that was it for Virgo Vision. So, nah, sacked him. All right, that's about it for us this week, Sammy. It's been uh, a joy as always. Massive uh, weekend of racing, kicking off tonight with the Manicato, meeting at the Sunshine Coast, the Cox Plate tomorrow, Doombin tomorrow, meetings everywhere. I hope you all have a winning weekend, Sammy. I hope you have a great weekend too. And yet, Chris, all the best putters. Let's sign off with a bit of homegrown rock and roll from the Sunshine Coast, the Chats. Hang it out, having a punt. Because my red's due at the end of the